0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
1: The eavesdrop. No filter. Off kilter. Exclusively on Spotify. We're
2: going to open it. Uh, We're going to open the show. All right.
3: the world, Hi, hello. <laughs> All
2: right, we got this. Hey, hello, everybody. We're uh, we have a new episode of the Eavesdrop podcast coming at you right now. You've got the gang. My name is Fran. You have Jelly, Dell, and Jude
0: Rocha. Hi, everybody. Hola. Whenever you guys, when whenever you guys hear the word diva or somebody is being referred to as a diva, yes. what comes to mind? Me. Okay. <laughs> <Our> <laughs> friend, do you like being called a diva? I do. Why? To you, what is a diva?
2: Um, to me, maybe an empowered woman.
0: Okay. Right?
2: Someone who is fair yet knows what she wants. Yeah. And who's not afraid to ask
3: for what she wants. Uh, okay. What about for you, Dell? The connotation of diva for me has always been a difficult woman. Mm-mm. Like someone you can't control. Of course, that seems like the (laughs) thing that men would need to say, you know? (laughs) So for a woman, it's like, no, this is just life. You know, Mm. a woman who knows what she has, because diva is usually for like in an opera or a singer who has all of the talent. So you kind of have to tolerate her weirdness or her Mm -hmm. quirkiness or being demanding because she's got something big and great to offer you. To me, right. that's what a diva is.
0: Okay. Well, that's
3: why they call Mariah Carey a diva. Yeah. Right? Um, Madonna.
0: Madonna. Beyonce. <laughs> most, of the, most of the women who've achieved quite a lot, that's what um, we refer to as divas. But you're right, Del. It really has this negative connotation. I mean, in the events industry, divayan Meaning, oh. ang daming kaartehan. Hmm. Ang daming oh. reklamo. Oh, Yeah. It's kind of like oh, change um, the narrative, but if you before you start an event, if a diva is part of the production, you better make sure everything <laughs> is set according to her standards before you actually call her out of the holding room. yung dating ng diva, but apparently it's not supposed to be like that. Mm-hmm. So we're going to find out how it changed and what a diva is really all about and why we can, we should kind of like uh, aim. To be divas. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Like that Z-Snap. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, obviously, we have different opinions on the term diva. We've brought in somebody who can help us out. <laughs> always when we can't figure it out we need somebody else to help us so for this episode we have a life coach a professional makeup artist a trainer speaker and author that's all rolled into one person she focuses on the complete personal development of women to bring beauty inside and out well she started as a mac counter manager in 2007 and her career
2: as a professional makeup artist flourished since then doing beauty commercials fashion shows weddings and celebrity shoots she is the co-founder of the the unlock the diva community based on her two inspirational books unlock the diva a life guide to unlocking your
3: purpose and the diva prayer book prayers for the modern woman she is founder of the Heal summit 2020 to 2021 and creator of the empowered heart and be you to full Masterclass online uh online courses all of which have blessed thousands all over the world she has combined all of her expertise, trainings, and experiences to create a powerful form of coaching with Coach Bads Araulio called Core Cognition Coaching. She is also a loving daughter, a wife, a mother, friend, and a dog lover. On eavesdrop, welcome Coach Ning Barcelo Tadena. Hello.
0: Hello. Wow, oh, that was
3: such a great introduction. I didn't
0: know
4: He set that up. <laughs>
0: yes she gave that to us and i think it's just perfect ning welcome to eavesdrop thank
4: you thank you for having me here
0: okay so you heard us talking about the connotation of diva based on our different perspectives but who or what is a diva really
4: okay so i also started from that connotation thinking that actually you were kind of nice about it my my connotation of a diva is a the b-word and (laughs) say that yes (laughs) oh, yes you can uh, demanding and all of that and um while I was like searching for the perfect term for the perfect title for my book I was saying like what is it what is how can I define what a woman is and um because yeah I want an empowered woman but not the diva I'm so demanding kind of woman or like mm-hmm. not that kind so i was looking at the original meaning so when i searched it up the original latin mean meaning of the word diva is actually from god and it like opened my eyes to say wait i think that's also um the limitation that i started thinking about myself that a diva is only it's it's a woman person uh, exhibiting these kinds of personalities, but actually, it's, she's human and divine. And oh. so that she can actually break free from all of these limits that mm-hmm. the culture, society, and all of the comparisons that we have. And finally, just, you know, make her remember who she really is. And our mm-hmm. diva is breaking free from that. She's beautiful, smart, gentle, and strong all at the mm-hmm. same time. Ah, I like that. Yeah, so that's and she's someone who really honors her gifts where mm-hmm. she came from, not not the lie of what she found, what you know, the the what she learned growing up, the judgments, the tukso or what the teasing that she learned, but really who she is. So, mm-hmm.
2: so I guess maybe first, you know, we do have to start off with it being a negative connotation because that is the immediate reaction of most people. Um, if you are called a diva, and I I do remember thinking that, but then so, I don't know somewhere along the way I realized, you know, no, it's nice to be a diva. Diva. Diva, diva. Because because like you know, I think while while you were saying a jelly, like if you if you have a diva on set, like everything has to be perfect when they come out. It's like I feel like. Uh, that should be so because you the output that you give is going to be excellent. So everybody's everybody else's output should be as excellent. It should be up to par with mm. like it should be quality, I feel, right?
0: Okay, can I just share this um, before Ning starts to talk more about being a diva and embracing our divaness? I remember I had an event with Leia Salonga. Now, she doesn't have a reputation of being a diva, but she does have a standard of excellence that everybody mm-hmm. knows about. You know, so it, it was just interesting coming into the event. Iba yung energy sa sa event. Yung talagang you know, people are on their toes. They made sure everything was perfect. I love that. And and I was like thinking exactly same uh, thoughts as yours, Mon. That's how it should be. You know, because you do want your output to be excellent. And she comes in, she's so simple, mm-hmm. dressed down, and you know, but yung nga talagang ibang clase mag trabajo. Right. When it's game time, it's game time. Yeah. And she really puts out great, amazing work. Even her rehearsals look like it was the, the show already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, wait. So, Ning, how does. How do you get there, though? How do you break the stereotype? Like it, that-
4: so wait, I have to agree with you first, Jelly, when you said about Leah, what you felt about her. And so now I'm, I'm, I'm also sharing with you that somehow when you claim that you are a diva, you rise up to that level of excellence, you rise mm. up to that level of greatness. And that's which is what connects me to my other study that actually the intro of my book um, there was a study done in Europe for 6,000 women and uh, it was they just asked do you feel that you if you are beautiful or average and 96% 96% said they were average (gasps) only 4% believed they were beautiful and it's not because and you know this is in Europe Hmm. so I mean if you're a Filipino thinking of what does a beautiful woman look like you know and we have it should be fair tall slim and and I think they're that mm-hmm. but if they're looking at themselves as not beautiful then what is beautiful right so it's really a state of mind you being able to claim it for yourself it's not it's not that it's how we perceive ourselves that how that's how we act then um there's also a quote that I got from of a wallflower. Young, know, we we choose the love we think we deserve. deserve yes. And that's also the way I think about women when we they don't claim their diveness or their greatness or their beauty. So they act small. They act this is only mm. the, I, I act average. So I think that's the main, actually the main disease that we'd like to address, to, to remind women that you are great. All you need to do is can you step up to it?
0: That's
3: it. Mhm. Uh, so uh, can I ask about that study? The women were asked whether they thought they were average or beautiful. or beautiful? Those were the Yeah. So meaning average in beauty. Cuz I I I have to be honest, I don't think average is bad. But what it does not include is what makes us unique. So I would, I would actually call myself average in, in terms of beauty. But that's only in terms of beauty. Other things in my life, I think I'm above average, but mm. not in beauty. So I was wondering if these women, maybe we're just more harsh with ourselves when it comes to physical beauty. But in the other facets of our lives, maybe we do deem ourselves as diva. Because the, the physical appearance is kind of hard when you're bombarded with all of these. Like, it's only now that we're talking about inclusivity um, or, 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 you know, diversity. Redefining. So now we redefining, you know, before 10, 15 years ago, a plus size woman wouldn't be able to go and walk down the, a runway or a woman with vitiligo couldn't do that. But nowadays you mm. can. Yep. So I guess I just don't want people to think that. Uh, average is bad it's not really Mm. bad but what what's dangerous is not honoring the great parts in you because I guess because of I I don't know you don't think you go up to the standard of others
4: all right I think I have a different point of view about that I think Mm -hmm. we already have to know that We have that greatness within us so that it's, you're able to, it doesn't really matter how you look. It's the, it's your confidence. Yes. Right. So it's right. Having confidence is actually believing that you have that greatness within you. So it doesn't matter how you look like, but having that belief that you are coming from, I have something to offer. There's something I can give. I'm, I'm comfortable in my own skin. I, I respect I the three things. I love, honor, and respect who I am. Sure. And I'm sharing. No, right. I, was, yeah.
3: I guess I'm wondering about the actual question they presented ah, okay. to the women. So there's because, a- because anything physical, you know, yes, I, I understand we all have beauty inside of us. But there's also an external standard of beauty. The world, you know, it's slowly changing. But I, I, what I'm saying is, maybe it's harder for women to say the like they're judging beauty using a specific standard. But if you ask them about other parts of their lives, maybe they think of themselves as diva. beauty, tricky for me. But if you ask different, are you a diva? They would probably say yes. But in this manner, in cooking, I'm a mm. diva. You know, in in, in gardening, I'm a diva. In my marriage, I'm a diva. I guess I was just uh, scared of the physical. uh, Anyway, Uh, so what you're saying about being a diva, your definition
4: is knowing your worth. Mm -hmm. Is that it? A diva. So can I just quote? It's very simple here from my book. It says here, a diva is divinely created and perfectly made. You are beautiful, strong, and vulnerable all at once. You are designed ah. with your own talents and gifts to live your life with purpose, greatness, and love. Mm-mm. Right.
0: Ning, from my personal experience and you know, several other women that I know of, it's like we know this in theory but we can't seem to apply it in life. Like, you know there's greatness in you. You know that you are divinely created. You know that you have talents to offer the world and it can make, it can help other people. It can help change the world, maybe. But to put it into action or to apply it in life, that's where the problem lies sometimes. How can we help with that? Like, how can we actually um, make it congruent what we know and what it is that we do, or what we apply
4: in life? Okay, can I just share a very simple story? It's a simple story, but it's actually something that helped me so much. Mm. Um, so, a diva is just a title, agree? Title, yeah. it's a name we use ourselves. So, I am a diva as a title. Um, so, there's another title I have of me, and it's my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. since mm. my name is Ning, yeah, that's my nickname. Can you guess what my full name is? Uh, no. Luning Ning? <laughs> yes. See, can you imagine? You're, you already laughed <laughs> with just, <laughs> with just um, hearing the word Luning Ning. And it's not even that. Um, they even had to add, because when I was baptized, they needed to add the name of a saint. So what did they add? A saint? What? Maria. Sorry, I'm not. So gonna... I'm Maria. Maria. Maria Luningning. Maria. Oh, okay. Yeah, ah. Maria Luningning. So can you imagine growing up with that name? And I. I like it. Okay. Wait. Does
2: Lun lo- lo- does it mean something?
4: Sorry. Oh, you don't understand the word Luningning. Okay. No. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Sparkle. Twinkle. I mean, yeah. Part, sparkle. Yeah, it's like oh, that's nice. It's a very deep Tagalog word. Uh-oh. Uh, it means sparkle. Yeah. Yeah, so girl okay, it's it's like a uh, how you describe a star. Yeah.
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So, yeah.
4: Well, because you don't have a so it's really not about the name, it's about the judgment I had of it. Oh. I was ah. judging my name. So I would Did you not like it growing up? I did not like it. Oh I'm ashamed of it. I was oh, thinking. why?
3: It's so pretty. How come? It's so pretty. Batibot? Yes. Batibot, i character. Si Ate
4: Ate oh. Yes. character. See, i Like that. I okay. grew up actually in high school. There was a song, see si Ning Ning, Sex. I don't I don't know, you uh, know.
5: But I went, <laughs> you you like it. I'm, I'm not familiar with the song. And so
4: actually I went to this village of my cousins and somebody introduced himself to me, you know. Hi, what's your name? A guy that I kind of liked. And I couldn't say my name. I had Aww. to give him another name. I said, uh, I'm Patricia. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, to to, to even just hide and not- so you didn't own it you didn't own I that didn't name own it I was ashamed of it and it, it went through all my life right I went to oh. work and because they asked me for, for it was a five-star hotel they asked me for a name tag and uh, what what name to put I said my full name is name I don't like it and name comes from it so uh, what does it mean so I actually said what does it mean in English I said twinkle and then three days after my name plate it was really twinkle So I worked in that hotel for three years with Ah, Twinkle as my Yes. And I moved on to be a preschool teacher. The one Uh who hired me was a client of mine in in that hotel. So I still carried on Teacher Twinkle. Can you imagine? That was my whole life. And then 35. I was 35. Now I'm 44. 35 was my first talk as a trainer. And again, that insecurity of not owning who... I am uh came and I said I do not want to be introduced as ning or luning ning can you give me a different name so a friend had a brilliant idea she said oh how about tala and then and then oh mm. why not because that time was also so yeah. interested so I was introduced for the first time as a speaker as Tala Tadena mm. And, and mm. You know, oh. Growing from that, as I was growing in my journey of self-acceptance and self-awareness, that's when I started realizing that I was trying to change myself, cover myself, hoping that other people will accept me. Mm -hmm. While I was rejecting Mm -hmm. myself. Right. Right. And so yeah. that's where it started. And I realized I just need to help women start really accepting themselves. It's not really the name, the name can change, really, the name can change. But what is the emotion that is connected to it? And I, I call the heavy bags. There's, there's blame, apathy, guilt, and shame. You, you, you check if you have a, an, a heavy emotion attached to any of the things you have. And after, for sure, I had that shame. Right, mm-hmm. so yeah. that's when I started realizing I had to fully, fully accept who I am. And I then, see.
2: Yeah. So, oh, so so what were the steps? so? Are you now you're okay with your full oh, name? Oh, definitely.
4: I I can now share it. I can, sometimes when I share when I do this for talks. Um, actually, a coachie of mine. So loved my story. She even saw a, a bag that says, Luning Ning, don't ever dull your sparkle.
2: Oh, that's beautiful. Nice. Yes, <laughs>
4: and she gave that to me. And so that's my message to everyone. It's not about the word, the, just the name, Diva. It's like reminding everyone we're all allowed to sparkle. We're all allowed to. But we have to come from a place of accepting ourselves because we cannot, we cannot, we cannot hope others will accept us while we're rejecting ourselves.
3: Right. Right. Yeah. Can I ask you in what ways, in what ways do women fail themselves at being a proper diva? Mm.
4: Oh, so many ways. Um, We, okay. Not, so can I just say that we usually have limited definitions of, Mm. so Mm -hmm. can I say about being a, just beauty? So that's actually Sobra, that's my advocacy that I really want to help women break free from the limited definition of what beauty means. So based on culture, based on what we see in Hollywood, what is the, the, the definition of beauty? Right. What oh,
2: beauty. Well. oh, based on Hollywood or based yes. on me? Because I Hollywood. really think I'm beautiful. Right. <laughs> Because I have a, you are, dude. I have a high, I have high self, <laughs> I have a high self esteem. So no matter what, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'm not, I'm not Hollywood beauty,
4: but I'm, I feel like I'm beautiful enough. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's Get great. It. But, but again, ninety six percent. So let's not even right. do the ninety
2: because it's subjective, right? Yeah. Beauty is obviously subjective to whatever culture race you know the, i mean because my beauty to somebody else is probably pongs,
4: right i'm probably pong it to somebody for sure <laughs> but you know in the philippines you know that the best selling soap here you what kind of best selling what whitening yeah the whitening, the whitening soaps. soap whitening soap still 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 uh, if you search online and you scroll down three times you'll still see whitening soap wow okay okay yeah. yeah so that's the thing that we'd like to break free from and that's how one part just only one part of how women judge themselves or not embrace their greatness because you the connotation like maganda you know um maganda kasana or you're beautiful kaya lang uh-huh. uh-huh. uh-huh.
2: how do we do this how do we break free
4: from this actually just start Start breaking free from that limited definition because that uh, you, be, you become aware of it, become aware right. that that's not everything. It can be a small truth. So I'm not saying someone who's fair is not beautiful, mm. but who said that someone who's morena is not also. So from that limited definition, can we just start breaking free? Th- that's right. um, from that part. I actually created the Divas Daily Declaration, and those were all the limited, the limited things that I think women have. So, like for one, I had a limiting definition of what a woman is. Um, did you grow up with the malakasa Simaganda story? Or, mm, it was still no. part of the textbook or when my time.
3: Yeah.
4: So knowing that, see, the man is the the strong one. While strong the woman, one. Yeah. yeah. So for me though, nobody, I don't know if it was sad, but because man was strong, I started believing it was a limited belief that women are weak. And so I actually mm. started judging women as weak. So how did I overcompensate? I started acting masculine to show that I'm strong, not really embracing that there is such a thing as feminine strength. That Mm -hmm. there is such a Mm -hmm. thing as strength and gentleness, strength and vulnerability, and different kinds of strength. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, those are, so yeah, I am a woman. So, the first thing is, I I said here, because this is what I needed to hear is, I am a woman, feminine and strong, beautiful and deep. Because I had another judgment about beautiful women. I thought. That they're shallow. Yeah. they're shallow.
0: Mm. Yeah. Or
3: or
4: that they're dumb. Yes, I had to choose. Exactly. The dumb blonde. I had to yeah. choose between being smart or being beautiful. Mm. And I said, who mm. said? Who said? It's just that I saw an example. Okay. Mm. I saw an example. My mom was the smart woman, but my father was the in, in our terms, in our culture, the, the handsome one. So I wanted to be known as smart. But mm. I thought I had to mm. choose. Ah, uh, yeah. Right, so right. that's mm-hmm. when we start limiting ourselves, and when we actually claim, "I am both all actually, I mm-hmm. strong, beautiful, smart." Yes,
3: actually, in, in, let's say in American culture, right? They always say, "Oh, you got your looks from your mom and your intelligence from your dad." But now, because of science, we now know that the intelligence gene is passed on through the mother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're smart, your smarts, your intelligence is actually not from your dad. Mm-hmm. It's from your mom. Mm-hmm. The gene that can give you, you know, your IQ, whatever. And then everything else is nurture, right? But even that is wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that we think that women are supposed to be weak, they can't fend for themselves, that they need a man. Because so, uh, so, okay, so you said that in a lot of ways, we, we fail ourselves as women. To acknowledge who we really are the greatness within us when it comes to beauty when it comes to our strength when mm-hmm. it comes to smart. our what else is
4: smart. The one? smart right smart and there's a story that i how i um there's a child she was in preschool and she was i guess she was um kind of um unruly and the the teacher said you have to this was in the 1970s so you have to bring your your daughter to the doctor because there's something wrong with her and then she brought the child to the doctor and the doctor actually examined the child and all of that and then um after after doing that the doctor asked the mom and the dad step out with me and they left the child and the doctor just turned on the I think that was a cassette tape, right? I don't know what it was then. <laughs> Turn on the music. And from there, they, they just viewed their daughter from outside. And they saw that the daughter just started dancing, moving, creating these moves and all of that. And the doctor said, mom, dad, your daughter is not dumb. There's nothing wrong with her. She's a dancer. Mm-hmm. And and that's when I also started start uh, that's like one part of the thing i want to share with people that there's so many kinds of smarts there's actually it's smart there's eq there's sq there's uh, it's not all iq and we all have Mm. to and so the affirmation that i give to women is there are different kinds of smarts there's many kinds of smarts in the world and i definitely am one of them Mm -hmm.
2: Mm. right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i totally agree I was watching a no. Well, it's not a, based on a female, but I was watching Reply 1988. And one of the storylines there is that the eldest of one of the families, he's failed his college entrance exam seven times. And Shampra, as the family and the mom, she's like, I, you know, very disappointed. Like, when are you going to do your family proud and, and graduate or not graduate, get in to college? Like, sixth time then, yeah. You know, and then as the show goes on, sorry, I'll, I'll spoil it for you, Muna. <laughs> as, <the, laughs> as the show goes on, though, like, you know, obviously college, that type of education was not for him. You know, yeah. that type of studying, because hey, in this show, it's like they do, they study, they even have night classes, but it's rigid education and it just wasn't for him and his he had other talents he had other talents and his path was supposed to lead him elsewhere until finally you know they decided like okay let's just give up he's not gonna go to he's not gonna take the bar you know he's not gonna be this lawyer or whatever it's something else yeah and i totally agree and i mean i think i we see that in our kids too Definitely. you know
0: yeah but ning it's not that easy like Okay, you tell yourself, all right, I, I wanna embrace all of me because I know I have a lot to offer. And you make that decision. I think it starts with a decision that I will now embrace fully who I am. And then you go out into society and maybe your family still treats you the same way they always have, you know? They poke fun at you. It's out of love, but sometimes as kids, you don't see that as love. Ang dating sayo Parang tinuto, they're making fun of you For example, like in my case I had my nickname as a kid, Baluga mm. Tapos, Kasi nga, I was super morena And my hair was like light, light red Light red brown Parang yung mga sumisisid ng coins sa dagat Bajao. Ganon. But But yun yung nickname ko, Baluga Tapos my dad came up with another nickname for me Which was Goga Ano <laughs> kabalik No, but and and growing up, I would have um, people say, "Pakat naman goga yung pangalan." You would hear it like I didn't know what it meant. Just for me, it was my name. But then when I hear people around me like "awang awas" ako, no, na, but naman goga yung pangalan, it started to put um, this idea in me that name, And you know, I started to think, why would my dad name me like that? And it's only when I was already past 30 years old that I realized that's my dad's love language. That's his form of lambing. He comes up with a nickname for every single person that he really cares about. And Goga, I don't know what his reason is for coming up with Goga, but that was something special for me. But I didn't know that growing up. It makes so, you feel bad. Did it make you Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like, even my own dad calls me gago. And I felt, you know, like the <laughs> bad. Like I would I was growing up thinking that I'm not lovable because mm. even if my own dad can't even love me, he calls me Goga. You know? So even though um, you see what you're capable of, you see your talents. There's still that voice that's nagging yes. at you. Gogaka, baluga, you know. Or, um, I remember my brother, we were riding a jeepney growing up, and he, there was this girl who was seated in front of us. This gandang ganda sila ng kuya ko. And I'm looking at the girl. I, I didn't find her pretty. Pero ma putita As in, pag na arawan na wawala shaganun So, in my head, I was thinking, she's not that pretty, maputi lang, pero yung mga kuya ko, gandang ganda sa kanya. Tapos my brothers would say, ako kulay kahoy na, because I was so dark. Automatically, you associate na, dark. pag hindi ka ganung kapute, right. mm-hmm. pangit ka. You know, so, even though you want to break free from that, you have all these stories, you have all these voices in your head, stopping you from moving on from that. What do you do?
4: All right. So first of all, I just like to say, share about you. I now that you re, you realize actually about your dad, right? That was his mm. form of endearment. And usually, I think a lot of the f- people in our family, they do, they do want to show their yeah. love for us. It's it's and it's again just to remove the judgment towards the action. It's, I call it. It's just unskillful, as unskillful form of communicating that love and so we cannot again maybe when we become aware of that we can now release ourselves from the blame of that so the bags the heavy bags the blame the apathy the shame mm. in under in realizing that and knowing that oh I think that was his form of love it was just unskilled mm. and so now you have that awareness right so now that you have that awareness you give that you can't wait for other people to improve their communication or their awareness for you to finally give it to yourself. So.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me.
5: and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So that's why I'm such a believer of being able to now um,
4: create this new thought pattern for yourself and being able to so how Um, you can write probably journal you can probably create an affirmation for yourself this diva declaration is for me my own affirmation for myself to start changing my mind because Mm -hmm. I can communicate better because that's because I now know I'm more aware but I can't force others to become aware I just have to do it for myself the next yes definitely you will come back to this world and there will be that box again that judgment again but there was there will also be so many communities so many mentors so many teachers so many like podcasts like this that will now again recharge you and refresh you Mm -hmm. and remind you of what you already started to learn Okay, okay so it, mm. you have to that's why after becoming aware you can okay I'm aware and then go back you really yeah. have to you choose what now what you now nourish that's mm. yeah, that's the most important thing you choose what you nourish and you choose what you can let go of or you choose what you can lift up you know because it's not in my Agreed. hands anymore right so right yeah right. Know, on the so in the next book that I'm writing, it's about that becoming aware of the heavy bags that we carry the, the blame, the apathy, the guilt and the shame. And then somehow, and again, it's easy to say, but then it's a process to to raise it up. I call it raise it up with a double flag. And what is the double flag? The double flag is double F is forgiveness and faith, love and learnings, because definitely there's something that you're learning, acceptance, yeah. acceptance of you, that person, that and that journey, that, that experience, and then affirmation. Affirmation mm-hmm. is what you lacked or what you longed for, that you're now starting to break free from. And you're the one who's going to write it for yourself. Okay. And then the last is growth and gratitude. So
2: right yeah no i i I get that because like um it really is a lot of internal work you just have to find that spark like you know like that little nugget of that uh, looning ning -ning. like looning ning -ning. yeah like okay that's the spark because like just like jelly you know i had my nino my favorite nino um he would call me a no korean grocer (laughs) because we lived in new york and we had a lot of korean grocers around and they all looked like me and he also <laughs> called me Moonface because my face was so round and chubby cheeks you know hindi siya parang you know well at my thinnest i have like my jawline pero ano <laughs> i'm really Xio Pao, right and also shopau, shapau was another favorite <laughs> nickname of my uncle you know calling me growing up so these are the things that um i heard so just like jelly, I had these negative, negative-ish, you know, I'd laugh it off, but Chepre, you're growing up deep down I look like a shop. Oh, I'm, 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 my face is so big. It looked like a moon, blah blah, blah. Um, until I found that little spark, I think maybe the beginning was like I saw a celebrity that had the same kind of shape, face as me. And I was like, oh, I'm maganda siya. And then other people were saying she was also pretty. So I'm like, ah, well then, if she has the same face as me, then I'm also pretty. So I started, and now that you're explaining this, Ning, um, that's what I did. I started just convincing myself nah, if my face is full, then it's okay. Maganda din siya, you know? Mm. Um, and then there were other articles like, parang, you, everybody has a different face shape. There's the pear, oh. there's the apple, there's the oval, ganyan. So I just looked for mine. I'm like, ah, okay, that's me, you know? So uh, through the years, I just developed this self-confidence in myself. And it was really through me changing my narrative. I really convinced myself that <laughs> So until we're here at this point... <laughs> Feeling, feeling talaga maganda ako. I mean, you know, I mean, and, and I know I am. I know I'm beautiful to my partner. I'm beautiful to my kids. And somewhere in the world, this beauty translates, you know. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it was just that constant reminder. And kind of I was, um what do you call the word? I was just reinforcing and just conditioning myself. Mm. you know uh, my lips are big oh it's okay there's other people uh, like out there they're on TV Angelina Jolie Angelina Jolie she was (laughs) my peg for a while Sha Angie we have the same lips you know and I can't remember there was one artista celebrity um, that had like Judai Judian Santos she has like Mm. my same I'm like oh look at her she's on the big screen I can do that too so (laughs) I did that so I guess maybe, yeah, it's just hard work. You just have to constantly, like you said, remind yourself. Yeah, a
4: belief And then nourish. And that, nourish that thought. A belief is something that you hear over and over and over again until it becomes your truth.
2: There you go. Mm. There you go. Yes, that's I, I agree with you on that. But it's hard work. And I didn't know I was doing it.
4: And it doesn't have to just come from you, but yeah, that's what, that's great. You, yeah. It didn't just have to come from you. That's why now it's important <laughs> to, to be connected with like kind of people <laughs> and um, just not demand that of the people you're already with. That's- oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to be humble then, no? <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, I think, I think I identify with a name. Because my name is Delamar, and back when I was a kid, it just sounded like a resort, a bakery. It just mm-hmm. didn't sound like uh, a person's name, uh, much less a girl's name. So I didn't like my name growing up. It was always like, I wish my name was Michelle. I really liked the name Michelle, Stephanie, because it seemed to exude femininity. Whereas Delamar is just, just like an ob. It's so nondescript, right? But then, uh, I entered radio and I hated my name, my name even then, but as I did things in my career or whatever else in other parts of my life, then I knew who I was because of the things I was doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes for belief, but it doesn't end there. You gotta do because it's in the doing that you know who you are, like, you know, if you never went to that audition, you would never have mm-hmm. known that you could pass that audition. Right. If yeah. you didn't go on air and talk to people and you and they liked what you were saying, you would never know that your belief in yourself was true. So this is where we're at. You know, for me, Ning, uh, this is such a big, like, because um, I have a daughter. Mm-hmm. And I'm really wanting her to not go through the same pitfalls that I did. You know, uh, just like just like Jelly and Fran, I have my own thing. My my, my brother always criticized my legs, my hands. And so even now, truthfully, and I'm not, this is not me faking being humble. Anytime even my husband will tell me, you're really beautiful. Something in me doesn't believe it. Mm -hmm. My default is, yeah, you think I'm beautiful because you know other parts of me. Mm -hmm. But physically, I do not think that. Sometimes I get a glan a, a glimpse of myself and I go, oui, mo. oy hindi ma shadow. <laughs> <Yeah, ganda. laughs> I mean, yeah, my second voice. Gen. My second voice, but you know, and and I I that I'm I'm comfortable with that. And I guess I would <clears throat> throw back to what a diva was to me. So how I understand the word diva. They're those divas were the the opera singers, Mm -hmm. the opera, the Mm -hmm. real opera. Now, these are big women Mm. without whom the show will not exist. You need that girl. And so you will tolerate Mm. almost anything she wants, whether it's reasonable or not, because this is a woman who knows what she brings to the table. Yeah, I'm fat, but I've got the voice. And this show does not happen without my voice. And so I can demand what I want which is also kind of, you know, reflected mm-hmm. in our common, I mean, our modern day divas. Like, you would hear about J-Lo not wanting anything, any other flower in her dressing room except white. Barbara Streisand will never use <laughs> a yeah, microphone white. that's been used mm-hmm. by other people. Now, now this, this to me, and then the press always says, oh, she's being a diva. Like, asking for what you want is wrong. right. But if uh, but uh, if you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you if you look at the value of this let's just put it into pop uh, the, if the singer is this great she can sing, she can mm. dance, she can hold a 2-hour show, she can bring in the money, then goddamn it give her what she wants. If she wants a new microphone, yes. give her. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm taking out of this talk. It's it's mostly Yes, there's an external standard of beauty, external standard of what a woman is. But you have to have your internal, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not them. But I'm eh. Right. Right? And then you find people who agree with you.
4: Yes, that's right. <laughs> I mean,
3: Surround yourself with <laughs> this oh, Affirmation. The affirmation. The, affirmation. Affirmation. And then when and you validation. asked earlier, oh, you asked us earlier, what is beauty? And the first thing that popped into my mind was, beauty is anything that's pleasing to the senses. Ah. Mm. And then immediately my mind goes to this girl in college. She was really plump. Mm. But my God, this woman was beautiful. Mm. And I knew then, at age 17, that whatever they've told me about beauty, it's not the whole story. Mm. The beauty they're trying to push on me that's just commerce. These are people trying to sell products, whether Correct. that's whitening or for silky hair that's straight. E no, right. <laughs> But then <laughs> it's it's reinforced in selling products, even in movies. <laughs> pag ang camera, di ba? Ang gusto ng mga yeah. ng mga director may angle, kasi And then that's all you ever see. It's the thing that sells. Right. And so now we marry our sense of beauty to something that sells. That's where we go wrong. Mm-hmm. Because you're, I'm, I'm not trying to be a Beyonce, right? <laughs> right. I, I don't want to sell. I mean, I just know who I am and I will be with people who see that too. Anyway, going back to this girl, she was, she was on the heavy side. She had curly hair. But my God, if, you, if she enters a room, you can't help but look at her. She was beautiful, and she did not. Um, what do you call this? Uh, she, it wasn't the standard that everybody else was telling us. It, she was there. I mean, she would wear these, um, parang low neck naganyan, and she was just Bare never shoulders. restricted. Well, yeah, other other plump women will say, "Cover up." No, uh, this girl hmm. was like, "No, this is me. Look at my shoulders." And and even then, at sixteen or seventeen that really kind of rocked my world. Because Mm. here's a woman that I would never see in the magazine, but she's there in front of me and she's goddamn beautiful. Mm -mm. So when you were talking about the affirmation, I think women should have that, but also do something to put that, because para like affirmation, or your belief in yourself is like your bones, right? But you got to develop the muscle that supports that bone. So you do things like, you cook. Huh. You're good at it. You're, you're into broadcast and you're good at it. Jelly is good at everything she does. Fran, she's si woman Pero, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, but super, and you're growing into, you're growing into who you are. How do we do that? Like, how do we grow into what makes us great? The things that we can, like, see the good
4: in us. How, how do we harness that? Okay. Just in one part of my book, it's really like that's why uh, when I share something like you have to say that I'm not I'm not my bags, I'm not my looks. I'm not my I'm not my name. I'm not everything else except I'm not my titles. But uh, what I am is my heart. Just so people will go through that process of if I unlock what's there's five piece in the heart, like, oh, three piece, actually passion, potential and pain. It's going to be a different mm. topic when we talk all about that, but it's that understanding oh, yeah. what you love right. and then not just understand what you love, but what is it that I already can do and not right. just what you mm. can do, but what is possible for you. So that's, that's why the word potential is so beautiful in mm-hmm. what yeah. you, you already have developed in you, but then it's it also holds all of your life's possibilities. Right. And then something that we take for granted or actually like cover up and hide and try to, you know, put aside is that third, that third P and that's the pain.
3: Pain. Mm. Yes.
4: And so we have to be able to marry actually first, sige, passion, potential. And so, some, sometimes when I ask others, so was it easy for you to write passion and potential? Others will actually say, it was actually hard because sometimes for the that's the first time that somebody asks them that question, because we get stuck in the routine and not really knowing. So that's where it's it's so connected, Delamar, that find out, find out what what you love, what you're great at, and then some. And I said that actually the pain that we try to hide or we disregard, you have to open that up. You have to look at it because your pain is something that actually when we process it well, it's actually what brings out your power. It's that experience that you had that developed your learning, your strength, your compassion, your Mm -hmm. deep, why Mm. the causes that you carry that are strong for you. So that's why for Mm. me, it's, it's really that the message is turn your pain into your purpose, turn it first into Mm. your power so that you Mm. can use that, to build your passion and your potential. And your purpose really is actually just acknowledging that and unlocking that power within you and finally sharing it to the world. Um, there's a quote from Pablo Picasso where uh, it was said that the meaning of life is to find your gifts. There's an addition. So there's another one who added to this quote. And the work of life is to develop it. And the purpose of life is to give it away. Mm. Mm. And Mm. so I think that's, that's what a beautiful woman is. Someone who has unlocked all of those, the passion, the potential, the pain and the power underneath that, and finally sharing it to the world.
3: Nice. Thank you. I'll just add, because I, I feel like that's, that's, I never thought until now that pain can show you your power. Because mm. if, if someone feels pain, it feels like they're weak. That's mm. the automatic mm. thing. But this is my this is anecdotal. This is my experience. The greatest pain I've had was losing a daughter. Mm. Mm. I, I had given birth and, and she, she passed. And I remember in those days, the, the succeeding months and year, it was very hard. Mm. I, I, I really couldn't breathe. Like I I couldn't see up, down. I've just lost my my reference point. So I remember thinking to myself, stop fighting that pain. Let it in. It's at the door, let it in. Mm-hmm. And something in me said, I can't keep this up, not like like closing a door, but I know it's a useless fight. I'm gonna get tired. Mm-hmm. And so I just said, I- I'm tired. Let mm-hmm. it in. And I remember in my car, I said, She's gone. Face it, you have, to, you have to face the thing that hurts you the most, Foursquare. Mm-hmm. And I remember being just, so I cried, I, I wailed in my car, everything. But I remember feeling after I let it in, I go, I didn't die. Mm. And then it became clear to me that how much pain I was feeling is tantamount to the love I have for her. So I did not resent this pain. I hold it as a badge. Mm. Like, no, I loved her. And I hurt so much because I loved her so much. So the pain I was trying to avoid had now become integrated to the new woman at age 40 something at the time. Mm-hmm. The Delamar I thought I was and who, I like, oh, magaling dito sa mga bagay na to. But there was this new thing that was deeper, that was more, and since it's connected to motherhood, to me, more feminine Mm. in the way that I had approached this pain. And this pain is not something I want to get rid of. One, because it's a symbol of my love for my daughter. Second, it was knowing just how strong I could be in the face of weakness. And it's so paradoxical. Mm -hmm. It drives Mm -hmm. me crazy, but it's also beautiful. And so when you say passion, potential, and pain, maybe this is a call out to the women that know- all the pain that you've had, face it square on, because it's not your enemy. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It might
3: actually show you this other side of you that is truly deserving of the word diva, right? Mhm. So, I just want to say thank you because I never thought that just until now when you said pain. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> like, oh nga, Ay, ang sabi yeah because it really yeah you're right that pain is not our enemy you you can get to know it if you're afraid to Mm -hmm. touch it just look at it from all angles yeah Yeah. because maybe maybe it won't kill you maybe actually it will make you more diva right right sorry I I love
4: it and yeah so that's why in my book I say I ask, ask there what did I learn how did it serve me how did I benefit mm. from it? And what did it develop in me? What, and then there's also one thing, maybe a, a question to ask is, what do I need to let go of? Because sometimes we we, keep, we hold on to the bad so that we can keep the good. But mm. what if we choose, we, we finally acknowledge the good that we got, how it served us, what it developed in us so that we can finally let go of of what no longer serves us or or the thing that still weighs us down and all of that. And, and one thing Delamar, I'm, I'm going to ask you after that experience, I'm sure how, how do you feel now about other women who went through or are going through that experience? Mm.
3: I think for me, there's a sisterhood Mm. kind of, Mm. you know, mm. Fran had gone through it. I was a, a few years ahead of her. And what had happened was uh, when that happened to Fran, the immediate uh, reaction in me was to reach out.
0: Mm.
3: Was just, I, I don't have to talk about it, but I just want to say I'm here. Mm. Yeah. And it, I don't think we ever really talked about, you know, the the whole thing, but just, this, there's an understanding between women sometimes that you don't have to say the words, the action in itself that the reaching out or just spending an afternoon together in a park and mm-hmm. it seemed to I like that i I like that that pain made me reach out because I hardly reach out to people. I'm very scared to reach out
4: mm-hmm.
3: and I think yeah that's what that's what
4: it, it elicits in me exactly because so the next question I have for for those who face trying to face that pain is. Because of now, you 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 learn from that. The question is, how can I help someone going through the same experience? Mm-hmm. And I realize it's really that. The, usually, you'll see that the those who had um, battered women's groups or all of those things or or abused women's groups. These are women who have been abused themselves, and are there, because they survived it, because they developed their strength from it, and then just you know that overflowing compassion. Right, right. Yes, that brings out. That's 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 the power. That's that's the purpose, and that's bringing out, unlocking the true diva in you.
3: Before we let you go, Ning, what is in store for a woman who unleashes her diva
4: ness? Uh, what is life like? Okay, when you so. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> one one last is it's it's that vision i have so i said here imagine a world where everybody knows how valuable and special they are people are confident in themselves and believe in what they can contribute imagine a world where existence is not merely about conformity but about truly living in celebration of each other's uniqueness Mm where life is not about competition, but about a collaboration of different talents. And, you know, I feel that ever since I've embraced this diva in me it's just that i see I, you know i grow more and more in my talent and i see more and more women people actually men that i can collaborate with that it's mm-hmm. not really mm. it's not a competition it's not a comparison it's a beautiful exchange Right. and a- mm. actually this is what you know we were going to have an event it's called the diva fest and it's that it's an acknowledgement and exchange of different gifts I'm just the speaker I'm just the the, the, the interviewer but then behind it I call it the diva Tree dream team It's amazing women giving their all not mm. you know one is amazing in PR and marketing, and I'm sure she's the one who connected us here. One is amazing in in events, and she's the one who's like setting it all up and all of technical and they're they're different gifts that we can all celebrate. So mm. that's what we can look forward to. <laughs> that's nice.
0: That's nice. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ning. Hey. Uh, okay. So Diva Fest. When is this? What's uh, how? can we how can somebody be a part of this if they want to know All right. More? so
4: the diva fest is going to happen on october 8 to 10 and we have special women um they're they're people they're women who um you know have their own gifts that i wanted to interview and share their gifts so there's um bianca gonzalez isa calzado solan yousaf Dana, and stacy gutierrez they're the The positive body positivity women and Kate Ralba, who's like, you're all, you know, so and many more. And they're a ball of energy. (laughs) (laughs) And so these women who just, you know, will show one aspect will help ignite. Because this mm, process is mm. all about three things that, and it's a process. We help women to dare to dream again. That's the first day Dare mm-hmm. to feel fully alive on the second day. And on the third day is so dare to have it all. And again, yeah. we might, you know, what, all oh, that might be too selfish. I know that's of me, <laughs> but so let's define it. What is all for us? All is love growth and gratitude and you know those are the three things that will we'll, we will bombard you with on the three days and if you know that's a great beginning i'm not saying that's the ending it's a beginning yes delamar
3: how do they get tickets they mm-hmm. get or or how do they attend uh, it's
4: free it's free oh. so you just register and, okay yeah the diva fest diva the diva So just register, show up for yourself. There are workshops in the afternoon and you can also access the replays. So there is the VIP and that's when you want to, you know, commit a little bit more by being able to show up in the Zoom room in the afternoon workshop. So in the afternoon, that's where we will connect more and there. So you can join. And so if you do wish to join for for the VIP, um, I will give you this code. It's DVF10. So that you can still, on top of the, on top of the, just, it's a very small rate, it's 888 until October 3, um, you can still avail of a 10% discount. Okay. DVF10.
0: Thank you so Thank much, Thank you Ning. so much.
2: An amazing event Thank coming you. up in a couple of days when this episode releases. So get on it. Get on that website. Register. It's for free. Amazing conversation, Ning. Thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Thank you. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. I loved
1: it. Yay! Thanks, Ning. <laughs> Thank you for joining. The drop. You
0: know what? Um, while Ning was talking to us earlier, especially when she mentioned affirmation, I remember I have some clients who would open up to me during our healing sessions when I'd mentioned to them affirmation. Nila sakin, but Jelly, you know when I say these affirmations, there's another voice that's saying, Binobola mo lang sarili mo. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> yun yung hirap minsan eh um, yung parang yung sa sinabi mo del na sometimes madadaan ka tapos makikita mo sarili mo na, oy ganda mo ha ah. tapos may isang voice na naman na nagsasabing ano um hindi masyado <laughs> when the when the client mentioned that to me i i totally yeah. get it Kasi that happens talaga, da ba? <laughs> Binubola mo lang sarili, mo. magpakatotoo th- ka,
3: girl. <laughs> hindi nung high school. So, oh my god, I can't believe I'm gonna share this. Okay. High school, pag umuwi ako sa bahay, so walang tao, pupunta ako sa harap ng mirror ng parents ko. Tapos I'll fix my hair, and then I'll just keep tilting my head until I find some kind of angle. Ang ganda ko pag ah! ganito. <laughs> <laughs> Ay, maganda ko pag ganito. Ay, hindi na. I hindi na ay hindi
0: yeah, na o, ganito yeah. na lang.
3: and i you know like because i wanted to appeal to the boys and they never yeah. like <laughs> me so in my head ba to kaganda panabuto <laughs> so gets na guess ka yung parang binobola sarili mo alam mo naman
2: <laughs> i still do that today when i see my <laughs> selfie camera when i take a selfie i, I oh no that's not your angle friend <laughs>
3: <laughs> above, 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 Ayan. <laughs> <laughs> Kailangan na no stick, eh. Kita
2: no? <laughs> Not full
4: on your
0: face. Not that way. <laughs> oh, my God. Um... But you have to make a decision and learn which one it is you're going to nourish. But you start with a small belief and you have to keep feeding that. That's what you yeah. nourish. Fortify I had no idea I the yeah. thought that you want.
2: Exactly. Exactly. That's smart. So <laughs> you I go through life not knowing what I'm doing. <laughs>
0: No but it's amazing friend. The, you know you don't you haven't heard about all of these things but that's exactly what you've been doing for yourself. So you'd be good with the world. But
2: you know uh, admittedly I am a late bloomer. This is late in life, you know. I wish these revelations came to me when I was in my t- mid 20s or even 30s, you know. It's only now that I'm very confident confident enough, you know, mm. to to right. to Keep the, the trolls at bay. The trolls in my head at bay. That second voice. <laughs> it's always there, but I've gotten enough practice to be like, shut up. Donya Monica is here. <laughs> Alright. Anyway, great conversation. We hope you guys have been uplifted I and uh, I guess um, enlightened. Right?
0: Yeah. yeah, and you have you've given yourself permission to unleash the diva in you. <laughs> I have permission <laughs> now, to <dance>. A little <laughs> permission,
3: to, a little warning. When we're talking about diva, because some people think being a diva is a permission to be unreasonable. Oh yeah, difficult. No, that's, no. Not, mm. that's not. That's not what. Okay, that's not what we're talking Only about. Only for Jude. We're sake. talking.
1: <laughs> oh man we were almost at the end already i, I, I was hoping p- it wouldn't come up
2: i needed to put it in i was gonna do it earlier on in the episode i was just waiting for my chance because we all know who the real diva is
3: uh, pues, even, I- in, even in the even in the diva field we've been out diva by a man yeah <laughs>
1: <I> <laughs>
3: love
2: but in you this, this case rightfully so rightfully so <laughs> right,
1: so. But you were you were enlightened to the different uh, voices that uh, Monica had, Jelly had, <laughs> and Delamar <laughs> when they. <laughs> That was uh yeah That was a treat for me. How many voices do we have anyway lang a treat for
0: Yes. Yes. nilalabas so many. Many. Too many. <laughs> nabawasana, nabawasana ji. My different characters, bayan, different. <laughs> uh-uh.
2: All right, well, there you go. <laughs> Welcome to our
3: crazy world. We hope uh-huh. you come back. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that. You know,
3: we are women on the verge. Whether a nervous breakdown, maybe. Uh-huh. The greatness, maybe. maybe. You know, self discovery, maybe. But we are women on the verge. What of. We are here to find out. Hopefully, this conversation made your day, made you want to look inside and discover who you really are, the thing that makes you great. And so, uh, thank you to our guest, Ning uh, Tadena. Uh, check it out. It's um, what is it? Diva Fest. It's happening October 8 to 10. We'll put all the links uh, in the caption and you can check it out. Bye. Enjoy.
1: The Eavesdrop.